Hey y'all, oh my gosh, first and foremost, hey. <laughs> Secondly, I apologize. I just realized it has literally been six months since I posted a podcast. I gave y'all the little series to start it off and never looked back. I think I basically put this in my recycle bin that I put my ideas in when I'm too scared to move forward. Um, so I, as you can see, I just wanna like chat with you guys. That's kind of normally my thing. Um, I think I stopped doing the podcast because uh, because like I said, I was just like nervous. I'm like, man, I'm sharing a lot. I don't know if it's reaching people. Um, and that's the whole point of a podcast is you're just sharing and you don't know who it's going to reach. But I, um, my faith is supposed to be at it will reach who it needs to reach. Um, so anyway, I looking back on the episodes that I shared, the information that I shared, it was so transparent. Like it was deep, y'all. I'm like, dang <laughs> I can't believe like looking back I was bold enough to like share these things um but it's really funny because I am realizing more and more that I'm not only creative but like transparency transparency is my jam I just love sharing if there's nothing that I do in life you're gonna hear my voice you're gonna hear me share things you're gonna hear my opinion I am very much that person um, so let, I'm just going to do my best to not be ashamed of that and to keep following my heart. With that being said, I really want this episode to just be about not overdoing it going into the new year. And I understand y'all like this is 2020. This is a new decade. Looking back 10 years ago, how old was I? I was like 13, 14 years old. I'm 24 now. So yeah, 10 years ago, I was 14 years old. So this is like a completely different Brie that just hit ninth or 10th grade. Like sis was a hot mess to keep it short. Anyway, um, I'm sure at 14, I thought at 24, I'd have it all together. And as I get older, I'm discovering that I still think that the older I get, the more I should ha know every single piece of my life. Um, and it stresses me out. It drives me crazy, y'all. And I feel like I have to put so much pressure on myself to like come up with these great ideas and these great plans. And we're in a day and age where everybody's an entrepreneur and they're doing these great things. And um, I am fortunately one of those people who I feel like me uh, being creative is what's going to literally create my career. And I've recently discovered what I believe my career is. I don't want to share too much. I'm getting, I'm getting the business cards made, y'all. I'm taking this serious. Um, but I've recently discovered it. And it's so scary because I'm like, I didn't go to school for this thing. Like, you know, it's a passion of mine. And it's something that I know front and back, you know. I feel like I'm at a really good point where I could literally be helping people with this now. Um, but it's something that I just have always looked at as... I don't know if I can actually do that. So going into the new year, uh, my goal is to really just trust and believe in myself to change my attitude. And I believe that'll change the whole entire path of where I'm going. Um, I'm sure that if I had a better attitude, I could be even farther. And what I mean by that is I put myself down more than anyone. I judge myself. I tell myself I can't. I don't believe in these bigger than me ideas that I have. I don't believe in people tell me. And it's like, that has to stop. So that is my goal for 2020. But anyways, I came up on wanting to share this and wanting to even put this on a whole podcast because I'm like, um, I just have been going through this like intense loop in my mind 
Um, so the loop starts off with me uh, envisioning myself um, where I want to be. The successful businesswoman, she's fly, she's in shape, her hair is cute, like she looks good and she's doing good inside and out. And then after I imagine what I want, then I imagine, then I focus and I zoom in on my current circumstances. I look at my credit cards that I still haven't paid off from being discontent. I look at the fact that I live at home. I look at the fact that the lease on my car is going to be up soon and I really don't even know what to do with that. Like there's so much that I have to learn. There's so much that I need to be educated on, I feel like sometimes. Um, and I've just become overwhelmed. So then first I envision myself, then I zoom in. Then the last part of this loop is pure panic, just sheer panic, whether it's tears, whether it's just having like literally just a wave of rage, just wanting to break something. Um, that's what I've been doing. And the last moment that I had like that was recently, um, it was just today, it was today, today is December 11th of 2019. Um, I probably will post this like Friday. I believe that's December 13th. Whenever I do, just know that I had a fit today. <laughs> um, so basically, um, one of my goals before going into 2020 that I put, um, not even just something that I've, how should I word this? Something that I feel like I've been trying to do for a while. Um, I got an email yesterday but I didn't know I got the email I didn't read the email till today I got an email um verifying you know just notifying me that I did not get this position um so um as you all know I think I shared this on one of the previous podcasts maybe the most recent one I don't know it's been six months y'all I don't know what I said but I know it was a lot (laughs) um and I appreciate you tuning in of course um and I hope you got something from it um but (laughs) what I'm saying is um I believe I shared that I work at a mental health hospital um, and it is something that has become so draining for me. And I've discovered that I think it's not so much the work that's draining, but it's just really opened up my eyes to my own mental health and my own habits that I need to unlearn and my own coping skills that I need to develop or um, things that just simply are underdeveloped. There's more positive things that I can be doing for myself and with myself um, when I have a letdown or just when I have an experience that I didn't enjoy. Um, so that's been something that, you know, sometimes discovering things, we think of the word discover and we think of like Aladdin, a whole new world. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right Disney movie. I haven't seen them all y'all, but we think it's like this grand sunshiny place and it's not. Sometimes you discover things about yourself and you're like, yeah, what the heck? Um, that's basically how I felt. The things that I've noticed about my own mind and my own struggles mentally and emotionally working at a facility where you're up close and personal with people who are inpatient at a facility for days at a time, some people weeks and months. Um, so I have been kind of afraid of that. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's time to get a new job. Yeah, I'm going to apply to a new job. I'm going to it's going to I'm going to make more money. I'm going to feel better because I don't have to be up close and personal with something so deep every day. I'm going to be more financially stable. You know, I'm going to get my stuff together, get my ish together. Um, and 
the more that I've, you know, pushed to get a new job, the more I've felt more pushback in my spirit. Um, and from God, um, you guys know I'm a Christian, firm believer. Um, I've got more pushback from myself and from God saying like, no, <laughs> like you're about to stay right here, make the same amount and do everything I've asked of you. Um, so how this started was over the summer, um, I had a couple bad experiences at my job. Um, I had a uh, co-worker be very rude to me. I Like I've never felt so targeted by a person it was a unit um, at my job there are several different units I think there's like seven or eight um to give you an idea we start at this inpatient facility like people sleep there they stay there for quite amount of time sometimes um so we start at like age six and take ages up to like literally 90 or 100 I believe so yeah there's it's a very big facility it's huge it's growing because they just opened a um urgent care center so I worked in an area where I was literally, the last time I worked there was like when I first started, I did one training shift on that unit. Um, and the position that I have is per diem. So as a per diem staff, um, you will get moved first. Usually if you're not like full time, if you don't have like a home, what's called a home unit. Um, so anyways, I was moved to this unit and I worked with this nurse that was not pleasant. I'm just going to say that. Um, I'm not here to bash people, especially not people that I may still have to rub shoulders with and work with in the future. I haven't worked with her since, but you never know. Um, she went out of her way to be so cruel to me. I've never had someone just be foul. I mean, I don't know what this lady's issue was, but um, the day was going on. I'm at this shift. I'm on this shift. I'm working. I go on my lunch break and I get back when I was on my lunch break I'm telling my mom you know I'm like girl I am having to bite my tongue with this lady because she's rubbing me the wrong way I don't like how she's talking to me I don't like the gestures and how she's looking at me she's talking down to me and treating me as if I am just like this huge issue being on the unit um some units there I will say people do not like like newcomers if you seem like you're new or you don't normally work there they do look at you a little different not everybody but some people and she was one of those people and she was very serious about it she was gonna let me know sis you do not normally work here and you shouldn't be here <laughs> um but nonetheless I come back from my lunch break and she comes up to me I'm like barely on the unit y'all I'm like walking through the door she meets me at the door and she's like so I just want to let you know I called your supervisor and I called staffing and let them know you can go home for the rest of the day we don't need your work today so um that whole week I was already really overwhelmed I do not earn a lot of money here um I kind of feel like a college student that's like just working to have money in their pocket but I barely ever have money in my pocket and I finished I graduated already so it's very frustrating um so and I went to the doctor that week I was sick that week I had antibiotics and I literally had ten dollars saved me through the week so I could either give the antibiotics or use my last ten dollars put gas in my tank to get to and from work because you gotta go to work you gotta make more money right you need your paycheck obviously you only have ten bucks sis. so I'm already like on edge but it's finally Friday you know I'm like I can do this I'm almost done you know um I had got paid that day, but I didn't have time to get my antibiotics yet. So I still wasn't feeling well. So I went to the bathroom a few times, more than I usually do. I usually go to the bathroom maybe once during an eight-hour shift. I try to keep it, minimize it, you know, to when I'm just on break. Anyway, <laughs> um, I get back from my lunch, and she's saying that she's sending me home and that I'm not needed on the unit. 
So I'm immediately filled with emotion because I want to say, lady, you have no idea the week that I've had. Like when people say you don't know what people are going through, you have no idea. Just because I can come in here and smile and keep saying, okay, okay, to what you're asking of me doesn't mean that I haven't had a tearful week where I'm like, bruh, I'm literally sick and I can't even get my medicine because I got to go to work. It's either that or, you know, um... So long story short, I went to the staffing office. I did not just leave because I had never had someone do that to me. So I'm like, that makes zero sense. Um, So I go to the staffing office and they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. I call my supervisor. He doesn't know what I'm talking about. So this lady literally was just going to cut my whole shift in half and send me home. And it was going to just appear that I just clocked out and decided to take a half day off of work. So upon noticing that, I literally just broke down like... I had I basically had a whole panic attack at work and it was like looking back I'm like I wasn't embarrassed at all because I'm like I think that employers need to see this Um, my supervisor was there and it was three people in the staffing office and they had no idea what to do because I was unconsolable because I'm like y'all don't know that's what I kept saying like you guys do not understand my life you have no idea and you don't know me and I don't know you outside of this place so for someone to treat me of such a nature at a mental health facility we're supposed to be helping people and this is how we treat each other like how are we supposed to create a healing environment I was just distraught y'all I was a hot mess and I stayed at work I was like you guys can put me to a different unit I don't want to work with her but I'm not losing four hours of my shift I need my money so long story short I stayed and um, after that, it's like I could feel myself kind of being more and more weighed down with how things go and just the demanding um, work environment. It's very demanding. You're working with people who are mentally ill. You know, it's not just depression and depression isn't just depression. There's so many different forms and so many different um views of depression that I've been able to see. And I'm um really starting to grow grateful for the like. Um, experience that I'm getting from working here just overall um, I believe it'll help me in my future endeavors a lot um, but I just I that wasn't after that that wasn't the first time that wasn't the only time that I had these breakdown moments at work and they weren't in front of other people after that I would you know try to go to the bathroom or you know wait to my break but I just felt myself becoming more and more consumed with the emotions of this environment so I'm like you know what time for a new job so I complained and cried for a couple more months. And then in October of this year, I'm like, I'm going to apply to different jobs. My friend had asked me to do something after work. And again, I'm like, I only have $10 to last me for the next week. So I can't use my gas and I can't go out to eat with you. So, of course, that humbled me. And that makes me feel small. I'm someone who I am prideful on things like that. I don't like having to decline on something because I can't afford it. Just I think that's just human nature. It makes us feel like, well, what's wrong with me that I can't afford a simple you know, mall splurge or, you know, food, a dining out uh, randomly. I should be able to treat myself to these things, you know, on a Friday. Um, But anyways, so I (laughs) applied to this job. This job paid a substantial more amount, like I believe like six more dollars. Um, This job had benefits. My job, I currently technically don't have benefits because I'm per diem. Um, So like I said, I'm 24 and a part of that loop that my mind keeps going through is I'm like, 
I have to figure this stuff out before you know it. I'm going to be 25 before you know it. I'm going to be 26 and I'm going to be off my parents insurance. And oh my gosh, I can't afford insurance because I can't afford my finances now. And so as you can imagine, when you go through that, you're going to at some point burn completely out. You're going to be stressed. You're going to be panicky. You're going to be on edge, ready to snap at any moment. So like I said, today is December 11th. Um, and yesterday, uh, the email said December 10th, but I swear I did not get that email yesterday, y'all. Um, but I got to work this morning and I felt fine. Like on my way there, I was fine. The commute was great. No traffic. Listened to some jams, had a little prayer before going in. And I sat down at the desk. I worked at the switchboard today. So that's just me answering phone calls and literally transferring them all day. Um, <laughs> which is not as easy as it sounds. It gets tiring and like annoying after probably the first few hours, um, so I sit down and I'm doing pretty well. And then I looked through my email and I saw that, you know, notification that I didn't get the position. And it's like, it just immediately put me in this funk. And I tried so hard to avoid it. I was like, self, we're not doing this today. We're not doing this. But I sunk into it anyway. And I'm like, I just want another job, Lord. I just want to make more money. Like, what's wrong with that? Why can't I do that? And it's funny because the night before today, um, on December 10th, I was at church last night, um, because our pastor had like, uh, a, he was doing like a segment on making the right decisions. So I just felt led to go. Um, I don't always go to church on Tuesdays, but when I do, it's always really, really good. It's always super on time. And I was chatting with some people after that and telling them, you know, where I work and how I feel like I want to get another job, but I recently feel like, you know, God and myself weighing in on me and saying, you don't, it's not another job that you need. It's wisdom that you need. And it's going hard on the passions and ideas that I've already given you that you need, not another job. You getting paid $600 to sit at a desk is not going to satisfy you. It's just simply not. Um, so of course I'm like, darn it, you know, um, and it's crazy because the person that I was saying that to at church, they were so transparent and honest with me and bold enough to share that they were an inpatient themselves at my job a couple of years ago. And they're like, that job needs people like you. They need people that are praying before they get to work. They need people that care um, and that are passionate, that are compassionate about people's mental health. And that right there just confirmed it for me. Like, okay, Brie, I guess we're not supposed to get another job. But as a human, when, like I said, um, if y'all knew like the struggles that I've had financially this year, um, I did not used to struggle like this. I was traveling a ton at 21 and 22, um, never had to borrow money from my parents. Like I was living it up, you know, <laughs> um, but anywho, of course, as a human getting that email still didn't make me feel well, even though I know getting well, that it's not I, it's not another job that I need to do. It's focusing on my goals and aspirations outside of work that is going to lift me up and make me feel better. Um, I was still disappointed. I was still like really mad. Um, and so I had this whole fit. I made this post on social media. I'm like, y'all, like this is what's really going on behind my cute little post and Insta stories. Like I'm struggling out here. I'm a hot mess out here. Um, and it's funny because everyone replied and they're like, Brie, like, do you even really think that that's what you need? Like, I don't even really see you doing that. And it's not that I don't want to work because I have every desire to work my little tail off. Okay. I want to work hard. I want to look back at my life and say, I worked hard for this. I had faith for this. I prayed for this. I put my blood, sweat and tears into this to be where I'm at. Okay. Um, 
However, there's just something about me that even people at work have told me like, you know, you do a great job here. You're sweet. You're wonderful. However, I don't think this is for you. I don't think you're supposed to be doing this. And someone even at my medical assisting job um, before this job at the um, at the mental health hospital said the same thing to me. Um, and someone at my current job told me a couple months ago, um, he's actually in school to be like a pastor, I believe, but he comes up to me. He was like relieving me from the switchboard position. He's like, Brie, you know, I just want to say something to you really quick before you go. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, you know that um, you're not going to be working here like full time much longer, right? Like you're going to be part time and you're going to be doing something big. And it was, again, one of those days where I just was weighed down. I've literally have just been going through the motions at work. And that's what I've been realizing over and over. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that, you know. Um, But um, so these things that I know are true, I just have not believed myself enough. And that's what I mean by my attitude has to be better. There's so many things that could change if we just had a better perspective and outlook on it and didn't like take it as, oh, I'm doomed. I'm 24 and I'm going to be working at this place for 30 more years and get a little pension and that's it. And no, like that does not be, if that is not, if that's literally what you don't see your life going, if that's not what you want, you don't have to settle for that. And for everyone that may not be settling, there are people that work, you know, quote unquote, nine to fives, eight to five, eight to six, whatever it may be. Um, for me, it's actually seven to three thirty, <laughs> but whatever it may be to get your eight hours in, some people are very satisfied. Some people have worked hard in school and they do phenomenal at their job. They are like wonderful and that's why they're CEO and that's why they're at that job full time and they love it. And it's meeting their needs beyond just financial. They're happy at it. They're satisfied with it. And that's so important. Um, I cannot, I was thinking earlier and I was like, I really truly cannot recall a job that I've had even before before school during school and after school that I was like "Ooh, I like this I could do this for like another five years actually whenever I get jobs I'm like I can give this two years of my time and that's it and before that two years I'm usually like I'm ready to go (laughs) um and like I said I don't say that because I'm like lazy or despise working hard it's not that at all I just know what my purpose is um so yeah anyways y'all I'm like I wanted to share that because someone else may go through that same struggle. You may be trying to find a new job and it may not be entrepreneurship that you feel called to, but you may be just called to, you're like, I know I'm supposed to have a better job than this. I know I'm supposed to earn more than this. I know I'm supposed to have this person in my life, whatever your heart's desire is. Um, I want us to have the best attitude we can have going into 2020 and take time to sit and write. I wrote out today, what do I really want? I asked myself that question um, it's some a question that my pastor asked last night, um, and it really stuck out to me. It's a simple question, but it holds so much weight because we desire these things. It's like you don't even know what you really want. You're applying to a job that sure it pays more, but girl, <laughs> what is that going to do for you? At the end of the day, it's going to take more time. It's a job that's way more demanding, um, and you're not even going to have as much time to work on your craft. So, uh, why you have this time? Fill it up with what would make you happy. You know, you're blessed to have a job that it's seven to three thirty. You know, you're not working till five and six into the evening. And there's so much you could be doing. There's so many opportunities in your right now. Um, I just feel like that's so important for us to realize before we go into a new year, because like I said, I know it's 2020. It's a new decade. I get it. I totally understand. But 
I just feel like there's so many people. I know I'm not the only one that has been putting so much pressure on myself. And then by the end of the year, it's this big letdown. I'm like, okay, nothing on my vision board really came into fruition <laughs> um, since my 2017 vision board. That was like such, a, that was like the last lit year I feel like <laughs> I had. And don't get me wrong, I'm so grateful for uh, just life um, for 2019 and 18. I wouldn't have it any other way, but. I'm like, I do not want another repeat year, um, but I think it's important in order to not have a repeat year, do the same same things over and over again, is to learn from it now, to get that lesson now and to have that attitude now. So I don't know who needs to hear it, <laughs> but don't put pressure on yourself. Like, please don't. Please define just a few simple goals that you have for 2020. Believe big in yourself. Have so much big, crazy faith in yourself and watch those things happen. And I believe that... The more you make the right decisions, the more faith you have um, and the more like focused and um, and aligned you are with yourself and what you're supposed to be doing. I believe that God will align those answers to you as well. You know, those people answer those prayers in that way. Um, But it's about how we go about it. And I have been going about things in such like a frantic, panicky way for the last couple of years. It's like. I panic and I hurry up and do something impossibly. I applied to that job impossibly and expected it to like bless the heck out of my life. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to share that story y'all. And I really, really um, enjoyed recording this actually. I feel like it really helps me let some things out. Um, but I just want to encourage you like 2020 can be whatever you want it to be. Whatever we want 2020 to be it'll be that. So for me, I'm focusing on believing in myself like crazy, believing in my ideas like crazy. Um, there is this thing in my city. I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. There is this thing where you can pitch an idea and you can win money for it. And I pitched my idea this year. I didn't win money for it, but it's been an idea that's still on my heart. Um, I recently started a women's community called Intentionally Her. Um, and it is something where each month we take on a new challenge um, to be in cha- to be intentional in some way. Um, so I would just say that the idea that I have is basically like that. Um, and I'm really excited about it. I'm going to go for it. Um, I feel like God has literally put such awesome people in my life that um, believe in me and trust me. And that will be such a good fit to help me with this. And I'm excited. Um, I have a meeting um, at the end of December with one of the first people that I want to include on this. So I'm ready. I'm ready to believe in myself. In fact, I'm choosing to right now. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for also believing in me. Um, be sure to check out Intentionally Her Challenge on Instagram. You do not have to be a woman. You don't have to be a her. Um, support is support and it's always appreciated. <laughs> but I hope to like, I hope you guys hear from me again soon. I hope that this is something that I continue as you can see, I love talking, um, and I, but I really, truly enjoy like encouraging people and giving people something that they can relate to. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day or night um, and that you go into 2020 with peace and with faith.